Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN, we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and we are joined by the voice of your St. Louis Blues, Chris Kerber. Good morning, Kerbs. How are you doing today? Randy, doing all right. How are you and Michelle doing? Good. On a day after the Blues were vanquished, and I was thinking about this during the game yesterday after Colorado came back, about how difficult it is to win a Stanley Cup. I think it's the hardest trophy to win in professional sports, and how you need everything to go your way from a health standpoint, from a luck standpoint. Every team that wins the Stanley Cup, everything, not not everything, but the, the things that you need to do to win goes your way, like bouncing back from the the hand pass game or keeping people healthy or when somebody does get hurt, having people that are able to fill in. Things just didn't go the Blues way, way and we'll talk about it here in a moment. But I, just touching on 19, we were fortunate that everything that needed to go the Blues way did that year. And for the most part, they stayed healthy during mm-hmm. that run too. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a big key because as other teams started to get banged up and kind of, I think what happened to the Blues in this series is very similar to what the Blues did to San Jose in six games in, in that 19 run where eventually San Jose, they came in, you know, it, you, can't, you come in for game six and you just didn't have the horses. And in the end, I, you know, I, I know that the players don't say it, the coach doesn't say it, the team doesn't say it, right? But in the end, I don't think you just didn't have the horses once David Perron wound up testing positive for COVID. Um, and it would have been hard even with David, but I think he would have had a, a, a more of a fighting chance, especially because of as hot as he was on the power play and things. I just I don't think that they just had the horses in the end because Colorado was as healthy as they were. So, Curbs, looking forward, what do you think is the biggest offseason need for this Blues team? Well, I think there's a list, uh, <laughs> Michelle. Uh, it's you know you've got you've got an interesting scenario for, for where Doug Armstrong this season can uh, he's got he's it's an interesting evaluation of the team. And Joe and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. I don't know that with the injuries and the way the season went for the St. Louis Blues, I don't know that they make the playoffs this year if they were actually in the Central Division. The Central Division to play. Like, if, if you were going up against Florida, Tampa, Carolina, right? I mean, you, you might have made it in as the fourth, you know, team, but obviously point total-wise, the way they did right now, it, it wouldn't have happened. And the reason I say that's important is the one thing you got this year is a real good evaluation of your team against Las Vegas and Colorado. And those two teams seem very poised to be the powerhouses of the division and of the Western conference for the next little while. And so you, you saw how your guys played against them. So you go into this off season and you obviously Alexander Steen's not coming back to play. His career's done. Jaden Schwartz is a UFA. Tyler Bozak is a UFA. Mike Hoffman's a UFA. And then of course, Carl Gunnarsson, you know, who lost his season to injury too. So about 16 million comes off the St. Louis blues books 
from a cap standpoint when you look at that. But then the real fascinating part to me is the restricted free agents. Now, these are ones where the Blues control the rights. A couple of them may have arbitration uh, possibilities, but Zach Sanford, Ivan Barbashev, Robert Thomas, Jordan Cairo, Vince Dunn, for Jacob De La Rose. Those are all restricted free agents that the Blues have to get signed. Um, or and, but, and when I say get signed, that's or figure out who fits and who doesn't. You know, because I, and I'm not sure, honestly, guys, with all of those, with the restricted free agents and the UFAs, I'm not sure any one of them but Jordan Cairo had the kind of season, right, that necessarily thinks that uh, they've got a big payday coming, right? I don't think anybody really lighted up. So, uh, I, Doug Armstrong, when you look at a team that is now lost in the first round of the playoffs each of the last two years after winning the Cup, uh, COVID scenario in the bubble, all being all being part of it, and not too dissimilar, frankly, than the the Washington Capitals, who haven't had a whole lot of playoff success since winning the Cup the year before the Blues did. Um, Doug has to determine, okay, where are we with these other teams, and what adjustments do need to be made while we still have the core of O'Reilly and Perron and Shen and guys that seem to be really in their prime and producing. So, um, a fascinating offseason coming because I mean, shoot, you got the expansion draft in there too, so it's. I'll tell you what, this is going to be a summer to keep both eyes on uh, on what happens with this team. One of the things Michelle and I touched on in our opening segment, Curbs, is, and two years, three years ago, I never would have thought I would say this, but I, I will say it now. One of the huge losses for the Blues this season was Oscar Sundquist. He's an engine. He's a driver for the success of this team. So we obviously make a big deal of the of the Ryan O'Reilly trade, right? Mm-hmm. How about that? How about the trade? And I give, I still to this day give Ryan Reeves the credit for this because he, Ryan Reeves turned himself into the kind of player where Pittsburgh says we needed him, right? And Doug Armstrong turned Ryan Reeves into Oscar Sundquist and a first-round pick where they took a chance on Clint Costin. The jury's still out there, but even if Clint Costin doesn't develop into a strong NHL player, Oscar Sundquist without a doubt is. And uh, he, he had he had surgeries to, to get himself healthy, you know, and, and so he's on the mend and, and coming back. But he was such an important piece. And, and, you know, during a season ticket holder Zoom session earlier this year, Craig Berube told Joe Vitale and some season ticket holders when a young fan asked him who his favorite player was, he said, well, I'm not going to say I have a favorite. He goes, but I'll tell you that Oscar Sundquist is our engine, you know, and and it's not a surprise over the last couple of years that when either Sunquist or Barbashev are out of the lineup, it seems to throw some uh, chaos in the lineup, doesn't it? It sure so does. The, the fascinating thing is I don't know that you're going to be able, depending on how this goes, I don't know that you can protect them both Well, you know, from, from, from an expansion draft standpoint. All right, Curbs. So let me give you this. I And this is presuming that they don't sign Schwartz before the expansion draft, which I don't think they'll do. I am okay. protecting... Thomas and Cairo. I am protecting Shen, O'Reilly, Perron, Barbashev, and Sunquist. Okay, so you are leaving Vladimir Tarasenko exposed. Yes, I am. And if if Seattle wants to roll the dice on the guy, great. But I'm daring them to take him. Gotcha. It, that's you know what, and I think that's the only way that you can do it if you're going to uh, find a way to protect Ivan Barbashev. And and I'm. It's Ivan Barbashev's pay this past year. His his cap hit was one point four million. You know, for for a player that can be as 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 you as good as he can be for you up and down the lineup. And if 
Like if if Kyle if if Dakota Joshua and if you could pencil in Dakota Joshua potentially as your fourth line center next year, and I think Dakota Joshua showed some stuff in in a in a short window, that then allows you to put Barbashev or or Sundquist as your as your third line center. Now Tyler Bozak. Uh, sometimes you don't hear a lot from him on the offensive seat. I don't think the Blues make the playoffs this season without the return of Tyler Bozak and the play that he brought to them uh, on the defensive side of the puck, I, I think, down down the stretch here, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's – if remember, you won the Stanley Cup and you were deep enough when he was your third-line center, not your second-line center. You know, and in the end, they had to play him as their second-line center down, down uh, in, in parts of these playoffs. So, I think you have to kind of almost keep your fingers crossed there. And if, if you still have a Vince Dunn and you think maybe, maybe Seattle is going to take Vince Dunn. And I, I think you're, you're on track, Randy, uh, for, for, for the right way to go about this. Because if I, but Ivan Barba, and you've heard me say this for a while, he's a player I do not want to lose in that expansion no. draft. And hey, you know? Seattle, if Seattle wants to take a guy that has played 34 games, 36, including two playoff games, in the last two years and is going to make seven and a half for each of the next two years, more power to him. Yeah, no, no. I mean, there's a flip side to that, okay? And, and, and you know, he, yes, Vladimir Tarasenko hasn't been healthy, all right? And and didn't accomplish anything in these playoffs either, and, and, and until yesterday. But it was too little, too late. Not not too dissimilar than than you know Game Six against San Jose in 2016. Um, but you also have a guy though, as we saw with what he could do with his shot when it goes, uh, that he can he can be a game changer, right? And the bottom line is the and now and also, I mean, I don't know what's so much to read in this, but you know they were three games below 500 with Tarasenko in the lineup this year. And they, they were what 19, 11 and six, I think with him, uh, with him out. Uh, but you're going to have to get that offense from somewhere. And I don't see where the blues have that coming from anybody. So unless you go out and sign somebody or make a trade and that goes back to what Michelle was asking guys, like the blues seem poised this year. This roster seems right for a hockey trade. You know, and uh, and and that doesn't necessarily mean a Ryan O'Reilly lopsided trade, you know, but a hockey trade where maybe you're moving somebody that you think could be pretty good to get somebody you know is going to be good. Because I, I think one of the biggest holes they have in this lineup is is on the left wing in the in the top six. Uh, you know, Jaden Schwartz's uh, regular season production wasn't where you would have liked it this year. Now he was dealing with some personal health. And, and and that I think you have to keep in mind. But he's a UFA, so what price do you get him and for how many years? But even if he comes back and you you pencil him in your top six, it's it's clear that there's still a big hole, you know, when they, they couldn't find a left winger regularly for Orion, uh, O'Reilly and Perron this year. So that's – I mean, there are a lot of question marks and a lot of different ways they can go. And it, But if you're going to stay in the window and compete with Colorado and compete with Las Vegas – you know, you might have to give up something you don't want to give up right now, but to get something good that, that keeps you in the arms race and keeps you competitive with those seats. Hey, Curbs, one more thing. I think the Blues lost to the eventual Stanley Cup champions. I think Colorado is the best team I've seen in these playoffs. Who do you think presents them their biggest challenge? Is it in the division? Is it Vegas? Or is it somebody from the East? Who do you like aside from Colorado? Uh, I, I think Vegas is probably going to be their biggest challenge. You know, on this side of it, I don't, I don't think that any of the Canadian teams are are a real threat. I think Edmonton's proven that. I still can't believe that Edmonton hasn't figured out how to 
play somewhat defensive hockey. That's mind blowing <laughs> after what fifteen years. Yeah. So um, uh, you know, Toronto's Toronto will be interesting. I I think the challenge the, the if the t- the two teams in my opinion that I think could really challenge uh, Colorado or Vegas because I, I just don't know if Boston is is truly deep enough to do it. Is it, it to me could be Carolina because they play that all around team game, but Carolina and Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, once again, and and that's that that to me, those, those to me are the two. But I I think Vegas and Colorado certainly are the cream uh, in the West by far. Curbs, enjoy your off season. It's going to be busy, and I'm looking forward to getting back to Enterprise. I didn't get a chance to get there this season. I I stayed away, but uh, COVID's over now for me because I'm vaccinated. So I will be back with you guys in the fall. Yeah, we can't wait to open the doors in the fall and and see a full house and, and everybody. And, and, Randy, a big thanks. I said it on the air last night, but thanks to you, Michelle, the shows, all the hosts on 101. And, uh, you know, Mike Ryder, who's uh, really an MVP over there that mm-hmm. helps us uh, get everything done we need, and, and everybody at 101. It was, uh, it, was, it was quite a challenging season on so many fronts. Um, you know, and, 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 and to Marshall and Craig, too, the engineering side to help us do these games remotely, and the setup that we had was probably second to none. So I, I appreciate everybody's help and looking forward to building this offseason into another year. Sounds great, Curbs. Have a great one. Take care. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.